0: It's like living with a six-year-old.
1: I still go on play dates. I just call them play dates so I can go out with Eric and Paul and Adam.
2: You sound like his mom. He likes sport too. You guys would be such good friends.
0: I'll do all the technical aspects. Adam will be the face, Paul will be the muscle, and then Eric will be oh, the sales
2: guy. We're screwed from the muscle. <laughs> Paul handed, the muscle and the troubadour. I handed a jar to my son to open the other day, so we're in bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the forefathers podcast i'm eric i'm adam i'm fife and i'm paul so this is a podcast about faith fatherhood friendship and other f words like fluky so before we bring out into the conversation i want to remind you that you can always be part of our community and jump into our discord server where there's always some lively conversation going on or a random meme posted by adam if this is your first time listening to The Forefathers, welcome. And please make sure you take a moment to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of the recent episodes by handing over to (laughs) forefatherspodcast.com. Another F word like it is fun to frolic naked in a field of daisies, which I'm not saying out loud that I do, but I just wanted (laughs) to mention it. So today's episode, we'll be talking about prayer and prayer whether they're answered or unanswered but we're going to be adding a little bit of fun to it um we decided that at different parts of the show one of which may have already happened um our friend adam one of the forefathers will be texting us some sentences that we have to inject into conversation as we go so it's going to be a conversation about prayer but it's going to be a little bit light and a little bit fun and um uh while we certainly don't want to offend anybody and don't want to um you know uh see it as as sacrilege or blasphemy look god has a sense of humor he can laugh we can laugh and we that's what we plan on doing um so guys um tell me a little bit about um, some prayers, prayers have been answered, prayers that hasn't been answered. And I want to talk about some specific prayers first, and then maybe we'll talk about why we think some prayers get answered and why some prayers don't.
3: Oh,
0: you, I mean, Eric, you're full of it. You go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm full of it. Is that
2: a text by Adam? Because that sounded.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, well, I mean, I've had a lot of experience in my life where I've prayed for stuff, and God has either answered it verbally, or He's answered it by just doing what I asked. Right? But one of my favorite prayers is the blessing of the donut holes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and why, why? Why donut holes, Eric? I'm, I'm very concerned. Well, because donut they holes.
1: always disappear. Like, they're not there. So, where did they go? And then Duncan, then they show up at Dunkin' Donuts. It's like God answers my prayer before I even ask. That's (laughs) not my actual (laughs) prayer, though, just so we're clear. (laughs)
0: You know, Um, anything's possible.
1: So, when I was a kid, like 17, 18, 19, I was really curious about why, like, this is a silly one because it's not, like, real life impacting, but I'm like, God, why do people raise their hands in worship? And, like, I asked him, I don't know, It's probably about a month. I was just, I was just like, God, I don't understand. Like, what is this? And then he finally me, brought me, he, like, I was at a conference. I had a weekend away with some friends, and I was just sitting there reading my Bible. And he highlighted a passage in Psalms that was just, like, and they raised their hands in prayer to God. Like... Mm-hmm it was just part like just one of those ways that he just clarified for me something that was a pure curiosity it wasn't a life-saving it wasn't life-changing but it was good information and and it was pretty cool because i had been looking for for months <laughs> i'd only been asking for a month but i'd been looking for a long time and i had never seen that and i'd read the bible the whole thing before so you know just kind of cool stuff the way that he answers things even that we ask, not that we want from a petition point of view. So
0: now have you like, like your prayer life has it been more like the, you know, um, we'll say concrete type prayer things, you know, where you're just like, Hey, you know, God, I need a, B and C, or I need this financial blessing or stuff like that. Or is it more like the stuff you just described there with the donut holes or, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the raising of the hands in, in the Bible.
1: Um, I've probably gone through seasons of both, you know, like there, there are definitely some times when there are, when I need something, like I can think of occasions where I've prayed specifically because I didn't see in my budget, how we were going to make it through a month.
3: Sure.
1: Right. But I, but I also have had just conversations with God where I'm just like, why is it that way? Like, what is this? You know, why am I that way? Those kinds of conversations, you know? Right. So, um, it's probably a little more on the concrete side than just the conversational side most of the time. But I've...
0: yeah, I always, it's funny because like I always lumped I, my conversations in prayer never were. And again, maybe just, you know, for a long time, I didn't really separate the idea of prayer and, um, you know, uh, the, the, I oh mean, trying to have this conversation while I'm trying to come over the point here, a clear idea. Um, is uh you know you end up getting into this you know thing that you know is prayer conversation or is prayer just you know like the prayer like the the uh slap you know your head with a uh you know big giant uh you know stone tablet and you know sing a few you know ums type prayer but um sorry for the monty python reference but um you know the for me like a lot of the prayer answers or that god have given me more were not so much around the idea of like the need like the immediate need like hey i need like this financial blessing and it turned out to be like something outside of it that helped support that but not be the direct financial blessing you know it kind of makes sense in that whole process yeah and so like a lot of my prayer and just in general has always been indirect like i always felt like it's not related to the exact same thing you know although i've you know been witness to, you know laying of hands and that type of stuff and those prayers being answered and healing happening at that moment but that was kind of um, it, you know, it's really good when God talks to me through my thumbs, but, um, I just, you know, I, I don't understand how to communicate better than just, you know, moving my left and right ones. It's, it's really hard and in, in trying to, you know, build communication with others because they don't understand what I, you know, I do when I, you know, move my left or right thumb, you know? And, um, so it's sort of like speaking in tongues in a, in a real, weird, you know, roundabout way. But to get back to my original point, um, you know, I've always felt like my prayers were indirect, not so much directly like um you know hey i need a b or c you know can you provide this and a lot of times you know he never did he would provide it you know to fill in or support or you know it would come from a different source or indirect in a way that you know was like okay i would never see it coming you know kind of down the road i guess that's you know a weird way to kind of look at it but I always felt like that that's kind of my prayer life and still is today
1: yeah well one of the passages guys used that comes to memory is uh, my be- jeremiah 4.19 where it says, "My bells, my bells, I am pained at my very heart, my heart makes the noise in me, I cannot hold my peace because thou hast hurt o oh, my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war.
0: I like the new King James version <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your thou is helpful
3: <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> I don't even want to read the message version of that. It would be pretty messy, I think.
0: Yeah, me too. I would agree with that one. It would be kind of bizarre. I had
1: explosive diarrhea all over everything. <laughs>
0: my my, ver- my verbal diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. my verbal diarrhea. <laughs> so what about you, Paul? I mean, like, you know, obviously you've shared some in the past of, you know, some of your prayers being directly answered. Do you find you're more like that kind of concrete type prayer or more just like, hey, God, what are you up to? You know, are you okay with?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think the most interesting ones that I've seen have been um, the ones that I don't even really pray, like the ones that just sort of happen. Um, You know, it truly comes to mind when I cry, I deny, I deny, and then I ring the family bell. Uh, It just comes to mind uh, to me. Um, we have this family bell that's been passed around in, in generations and uh we bring it and say Adonai, and I, Ad and I um before every meal um that we have um on cool. and bread and uh, juice.
0: So you're not thing. Jewish, are you though? Um his wife actually is
2: um but, yeah, I mean, the most recent prayer uh that um that was answered was uh when you know um Jonathan has struggled for quite a while with celiac disease he hasn't been e- able to eat, and you know, I told the story on Facebook how um he I was just frustrated because I knew what i re- what he really wanted for Christmas was just to be able to eat um and so I just kind of voiced my frustration to my wife and then Lo and behold, like a week later, I mean, he, uh, he, he, and and even now, he's really been able to eat food, and um, his guy, he's got his appetite back, and uh, that's been the things that I think, you know, because I certainly prayed for things, and things haven't come to pass, especially how, how I've seen it. But it seems like whenever there's a silent thought or or something that that voiced, um. That seems to be effective, and I I don't know if that's because it's tied tight more tightly to like what I what what God wants for me instead of what I want. Like if I pray for things, sometimes it's a you know, hey, I want really want this path, I really want this way to happen. But like sometimes the um, I don't know maybe more it's more of a pure ask. Not that that's how, why he answers prayer. I mean. You know some of the, you know, uh, like, you know, the 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 other reason that we've we we're chatting about this today is, um, I still am trying to figure out, and and there's no way to figure it out, but I'm just trying to like match the when when prayers get answered and when they don't. I mean, they they ultimately always get answered, even if it's a no. But like,
0: seeing Are you trying people, to do a root cause analysis on it
2: yes a thousand percent god is there a formula I, can i just i've got a i've got a support ticket open and I'm like, i know
0: exactly yeah
2: i don't send it to R and I d i don't care um but like yeah it's it's um seeing people that you love going through tough times mm. um in a myriad of ways and just being like that's just you know um especially when sometimes there's a little, a little like when things have worked out for us like we have some friends of ours that you know um, tried to have a kid for quite a while, very, you know, a as long as we did even longer and they ended up adopting and we ended up having Jonathan. And it's just like, yeah, like I still look at those two and I just feel really like unworthy and be like, why did we get to have, you know, and they have, and they've adopted and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great, you know, yeah. story. Um, it's a great ending as far as that goes. And, um, But you just, I don't know, it's just, uh, and you know that God's going to use it for something good and amazing, and he already has. Um, But it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's uh, just different, yeah. It's just different. Yeah, that's that's right. It's different. It's just different. I think
0: different's good, but like different, like I think very intentionally God puts like markers in our lives that like, you know, we obviously have memories of things that go on in our life, good, bad, ugly, either way. But, like, I think in terms of, like, where it ties into prayer and those prayers being answered, a lot of times, like, we're just, you know, the gray matter is very dense in terms of, you know, how, you know, we remember things when the good times are good and, you know, we only remember the bad when the bad times are bad. That Like, he puts those, like, moments of prayer that he answers, in, at least for me, as, a, like, a fieldstone marker, like a marker for, like, you know marking out a trail or, you know, mm-hmm. a, a ridge point or whatever, something that's very, very like solid and, you know, there, and, and it's going to be there for both today and, you know, for, for, you know, generations to come. And, and really the only thing to come from that is just, you know, your, your communication of telling that story and, in, you know, passing that on to the other generations that, you know, that are either a part of that or know of that. Cause I mean, how many stories have you heard? that are you know, amazing prayers have been answered by people that, you know, that no other circumstances could have ever, you know, solved the problem. And, you know, um, you know, the the, the story just, you know, keeps going on and on and on. And, you know, it it all boils down to like whether I like, you know, to uh, pizza and whether I like to pray for pizza but you know it's one of those things that you know it's hard because you know Always there's so many pizza. pizza there's so many pizza places out there it's hard to just choose one and understand
2: you know what the best there's so many other things to pray for world peace and you choose to pray for pizza i mean like man what kind of guy world peace, <laughs> world <laughs> peace. <laughs> <laughs> see well, the, other, the other
3: perspective too is no
2: i said world pizza <laughs>
3: the, the other perspective too in this conversation I, really is, is sometimes we we don't we don't realize how insignificant we are like there there is there's always a reason for for whatever god does and sometimes that answered prayer comes in different f- forms and different ways and sometimes it's a long road and in that lo- in that long road there is a, a lot of Personal trials you go through to refine yourself, <laughs> but uh, but it, I, I don't know. It's it, and it sounds weird, but it's it's who who are we? Like in some respects, so, sometimes our 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 ask is it can be for selfish reasons, or there's a bigger picture that we just don't see that God has a plan for, and it's like, well, why did you go? Why why did I have to go? A B C D E F G. And right to get to why my final it, destination.
1: Why wasn't it the same as the last time, God?
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah.
1: And it's really funny because I remember um, one of the illustrations that I have is when I was a kid and I had a paper route. I had a Walkman, and unlike all the normal kids out there, I was listening to John Wimber conference tapes on my Walkman while I was doing my paper yeah. route.
3: <laughs> yeah, you are a weird kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I remember him talking about like the conference tape that I was listening to was one on healing, and I remember him saying, "Listen, dude, you look at what Jesus did in the New Testament, and there's like he healed dozens of people, and most of them weren't the same. Like the ways the way he prayed for them, the way he interacted with them, the way they got healed, was." was pretty unique for each circumstance. And it was kind of funny. Like he was like, look, like, look at this example. Look at this example. Like sometimes, you know, we pray for things and I don't know, man, I feel like some of it's the discipline of praying for it persistently. You know, Mm -hmm. like you talked about Jonathan and how I I know that you've been praying for Jonathan for like a year, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I, I, I'm going to be honest when you said like, sometimes it's just the things I don't seem to pray about that God answers. But the reality is you've been praying for Jonathan for like a year and you've had your, I mean, in your Facebook post, you talk about having the church pray for him and having like your small group. Well, and that
2: was, and that was the most interesting thing is that like, I, I haven't been fervently praying the whole, the whole year, but you finally, and it was actually like, it was Liz, it was my wife that one day we have a lot of open prayer now at church where people can just kind of pray out loud. And, um, she was the first one that was like prayed for drama like out loud. And then the prayer team heard about it and they started praying. And then I brought it up in my small group. And like, it was just like, I like, it just, man, like, I don't know. I, um, it just surprises me because I still I think I still have a part of me that ha- uses it as a last resort mm. when it should be a first resort. Right. I'm like, yeah. all right, nothing else mm. has worked. I, I need to pray kind of thing. Or, yeah, it I I, the first thing. So it's like, that, that it's like what that
3: old prophet says, and it comes down to how much you can open the flu. If you open the flu, you can light the fire. Deep.
2: I love the fact (laughs) that Adam's
1: sending himself one-liners now. (laughs) (laughs) Was that from Ezekiel? Yeah.
2: Well... I mean, don't don't forget what it says after that. It says, and then the tambourine player joined, and miracles happened. <laughs> miracles happened when the tambourine and the miracles had to happen because when the tambourine player joined, they all killed them because the tambourine's a horrible, horrible instrument. <laughs> <laughs> there was a snorting you of tambourines. never have cool. one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and the, and the other thing is also learning this throughout my Ten years a Christian, like especially going through ten through years? the tri- trial.
0: You only been ten years a Christian. Yeah. Ten, <laughs> well, I, ten, I know ten, you. Ten year.
3: Oh, tenure, tenure, ten, year. oh, ten, yeah. year. ten okay, years. Not ten years. Okay, ten right. year as a ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Join the army. <laughs> well, uh, is um, is a profile? Is that along with those prayers and, and it, it's also how your walk is too, your attitude, <laughs> even though you even when you're going through that trial. Like, you could be constantly praying and praying, but if you're, you, you don't have that right attitude of like, you know, hey, I'm I'm believing God, or or, or if you, your, your, your attitude goes contra- contrary to it. I mean, it. There's God wants you to walk. God wants you to walk in fullness of Him. You know, even through the fire. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something to think about.
0: Well, I think attitude is important. Like, an attitude is important in the sense of that. Yeah, if your attitude has a selfish bend to it, yeah, it would, you know, it would, I think it would delay, if anything, the process of, you know, not to say that God didn't hear it and God didn't, you know, want to honor it. But, you know, the the bigger picture that he sees and the, you know, the the infinite span of no time and space and all of that, that he's working in that we aren't um, can, you know. Be like I'm um, picking a wedgie that you cannot pick, um, but it's it's one of those things that I, I, I just you know
1: squirming
2: like
0: that. <laughs> Yeah, it's new, new underwear. Great um, I think
2: Tim Keller used that too in his message. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you stole that. Uh,
0: you have to send me that copy. I'll have to listen to that yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> yeah, now I'm not. Take a bus. And <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> <laughs> a deep thought by Jack Handy. Um, you know, funny, like, a lot of times, like, you see, like, the childlike prayers that we all, do, you know, at one time have done, you know, and maybe still do today sometimes. I mean, I even, you know, say them every once in a while, but just a matter of, like, oh, yeah, no, if, you know, you, you know, God, please, you know, if you bring me the next, you know, this is a stretch of imagination, bring me my next, you know, brand new vehicle and, you know, make it look like, you know, it's red and blah, 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 and, like, have all of these things. So that's not a... Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I wanted it to be a fish. Um, so yeah, it's like, you can pray for those things. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But in essence, like Adam said, I think it's more motivated motives of like why you're praying for that. Like what if the, you know, are you going to give that vehicle away? You know, I mean, like, it's like exa- Adam's early example of the, his friend with this truck, you know, I don't know if you're okay with sharing that Adam or not, but um, that, that kind of prayer, it's like, You know, his buddy had, you know, money from all of his vehicles and his business and, you know, he felt God was telling him, you know, hey, give him six grand to go do, you know, repair Adam's engine. Now, you know, most people will be looking at six grand going, Hey, you know, you could spend that, but you know, that's you know, being more obedient and and that can be, you know, more motivational, like, oh, do I want to be motivated to hold on to it or motivated to do what I'm being told, you know, being asked and you know, you know, reap the benefits from that for, you know, future whatever. And so it's, you know, prayer is not black and white. I mean, that's, you know, the toughest thing to learn is that, you know, if you pray for this, you get this. No, you know, if you pray for this, it might not be at this moment in time or, you know, in this phase of your life, you know, it could be something similar to that down the road, or it could be something totally different that you just never expected and, and never, uh, you know, anticipated and, and realized that, you know, whatever God was providing you or had set in motion already was, is just so much better.
3: It can be hard both ways, not only from the praying side, but also from the gifting side too. True. Yeah. So everything comes at a cost.
1: What do you you mean by that, Adam?
3: Well, whether it's, it's, whether it's stepping out sometimes in being a blessing and stepping out can come at at your own personal cost many times, but doing that, know that knowing that it's going to bless somebody and, and, be fruitful in the kingdom.
1: Well, and yeah. sometimes the clause is that the Lord will strike you with a wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, with blight and mildew, which will plague you until you perish.
3: If I thou, you forgot that, the, that you forgot Eslai the thou. <laughs> <laughs> you burn you the angry, fire, Eric? In the fire is bits of him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: now he's just, you know, he's baiting us. But um, might <laughs> you, oh <old> mighty smiter? <laughs> you guys ever like have prayers in your life that you just? because we're saying layup prayers, but I'm trying to think of like, you ever have prayers in your life that you just ever like, you remember praying, but then just, it never came to pass. Like, do you have any memories of those at all? Because I don't. And I'm trying to think. <laughs> like.
1: I'm tr- so, so I'm pretty forgetful. If it didn't sure. happen <laughs> and I'm not still praying about it, it probably wasn't as big a deal as I thought of it. thought it was at the time.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's what I'm It's funny. Cause it's like, it, I wonder if we ever had that gene of remembering, you know, all of the prayers that we did, what what would our lives or what would our prayer lives really look like if we were just like, would we be more, you know, like very careful with our words or would we be just like, you know, because I feel like sometimes my little prayer lives are like nonchalant. Like a lot of times, like I don't like really like kind of craft my thought to God and, you know, put pen to paper. I'm just kind of like, here it is. God be in your name, in your will, you know, Hey, let's, you know, this is what I, you know, this is what I need because you tell me to do it, you know, kind I of think
1: probably the closest thing that I can think of was, when 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 I when the youth group was blowing up and all that stuff was going on when I was like 19, I think I had some prayers in there about the way I thought I wanted things to be. And they didn't go that way. Like, okay. I wanted different types of reconciliation and things to happen and restoration and, and stuff. And I would say, by and large, most of that stuff happened over the long term, but it didn't happen then. And and at the time, I remember like, no God, I want this, but since I don't have that right now, can you just hold on to me for a second? Like coming back to that Hold Me Jesus mm-hmm. song, like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm losing it here. You know? And and so but I also think that in those circum in that circumstance and, and you know in that circumstance there was a conversation or There was a transition where I was able to pivot to the next and God used that as a huge opportunity to teach me things, even though it wasn't what I thought I wanted at the time. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like I I look at some of the things, the the value of God's grace that I learned in that season and it wasn't what I was praying for. You know, I wasn't praying to learn God's grace. I wasn't praying to leave the church home that I had had for seven years, but it led me to other circumstances and gave me opportunities to learn things that, I, honestly, I don't know that there was another way. I I can't think of another way that I could have learned some of the things I learned mm-hmm. in that process.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're in the middle of that, did you feel like the Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you were entering to possess? I definitely did. It was horrible, actually. I had we were diseases.
0: were in the desert for a long time.
2: Diseases of
1: distraction. The <laughs> searing,
0: searing boils. <laughs> Leprosy. You know, just the, you know, the regular...
3: Sometimes Fun you enough.
1: just need to boot a plane off yeah. though. And I found Can that. Can we like get into the New Testament
2: process. Adam? <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Let's stay out of the old testament. In the New testament. Yeah. There's a lot of smiting going on. Be, be careful what you ask Adam's for, like, a- Eric. We'll be in yeah. Revelation
1: before you know it. And you'll be talking so, about hey, a dragon eating a virgin. Totally so. okay. It's
0: totally Paul in his dreams. So. <laughs> That's just a regular Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Twice on Friday. Um yeah, it's it's like funny. It's like, I'm trying to think of prayer. Like we're just talking about prayer. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like prayers, prayers have always been a conversation for me. And so I guess framing it in that, in that light is always about the idea of, you know, having a conversation and whether that's a heated conversation or whether that's a God, you know, thank you for just being there. A lot of my prayer time and that type of prayer in general, whether it's like the going through the prayer list and there, you know, you may or may not have one that you, you you know, people say, you know, pray for me, which is a topic I want to get back to in a second. But um, I find, um, you know, like as I'm just kind of pounding through that a little bit here and there, I mean, my prayer prayer conversations are are a lot of times, you know, with my eyes open because I'm usually driving. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm not, you know, in that, you know, well, Deep driving, focus, we're
1: glad your eyes are open.
0: yes, I appreciate that, we're all for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it, it's it's you know you guys you gotta understand it's like it's like paste, it's white as snow, and you know if you eat it long enough, you know you feel like' you're, it's in your belly, it's sort of like prayer, but how do, how glue and paste you know bond together, <laughs> and, you know, really just oh, man.
3: sorry this is what
0: pace does pace affects your brain so i'm just trying to get back to my original thought here um i find like my prayers like i don't really like you guys like i guess what i'm trying to think is like when you when you're in your prayer life and you're going through that either that hit list or you're going through that like in the crisis moment i need it like at that moment or i'm praying for something much larger than me do you guys prioritize one thing over the other? It's just kind of like, you know, Hey, I got five minutes, <laughs> you know, God, I'm going to give you, you know, this time, you know, do you guys sock off enough time to do that? Or is it just, you know, Hey, you, you block off when you have time to, to convert, you know, converse with God or no,
1: no, you actually just need to pray your socks off because that is the right way.
0: Okay. Well, you wear <laughs> sandals. So what do, you, what do you, how do you deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. Ask
2: Adam. <laughs> well, I think too, and one of the things that I've heard is is useful is not necessarily, you know, crafting your prayers in a certain way, though. You know, there is a way that you know Jesus tells us to pray, but like keeping track of what you pray for, so that you can then praise when you mm. have when there's an answer, or and you can look back and say, well, gee, if I prayed for this, if I'd gotten that things wouldn't have worked out as the way they did. And I, I wasn't ready to have that, you know, like a good example is, um, you know, leading worship. Like I led worship at Mill city and then for years and years and years and years and years didn't. And I've only recently been getting back into that, you know, for the past, you know, a couple of years at, um, Harbor and man, I can't tell you how I wasn't ready to lead and how, um, I see it in a different way and how, you know, certainly, you know, picking songs and it's just that, you know, it's been helpful. Um, like I de- definitely picked up some skills, but like, I just wasn't ready. Um, and maybe I would have been had we connected with more people there and I really got under somebody's wing, but like, I just, it just wouldn't. Um, um, but, you know, I will tell you over all that time, that one solo I learned helped. <laughs> set me on fire. Was it smoke on the wire? <laughs> yeah. That, that one solo I learned.
0: Yeah. Han Solo? Is that what you learned?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's glorious. It's, just, it's glorious. That's, That's right. a
1: different song than Set Me On Fire. <laughs> yes, <laughs> See, yes.
3: I would love well, to talk about... like yeah.
0: so. Yeah, see, it's, it's very, like, I'm kind of looking back, like, in your example, Paul, where you're just saying you took that hiatus, as I got older, and a little bit, you know, um, smarter, we'll say, I found that, like, you know, the, the breaks in between, or the we'll called, you know, dry spells, or whatever you want to call it, the periods of time where you were just kind of like on the bench and not doing things. God had more time, I think, at least in my personal life, had more time to work with me or work on me because at that point I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in the middle of the firefights. You weren't in the middle of stuff going on. You weren't, you know, you didn't have responsibilities. You didn't have all that stuff. And He, you know, at that point I'm sure was able to interject stuff and give you insight into things because you were able to kind of hear better. And I feel like from my standpoint, that happens a lot in myself. Like when I feel like I'm getting taken out of the game or whatever, it's not. Because I'm, you know, doing something bad, it's just a matter of like, there's a lesson I haven't learned, and and God's like, hey, the only way you're gonna get that lesson in your head, or you're gonna understand what I'm trying to teach you, is that I gotta pull you, I gotta pull you back, and and you know, you know, give you a pep talk or give you, you know, some instruction, and then you know, if you, you, you can get back into the game, and start doing, you know, that kind of, you know, and you'll find that maybe not even in that same area that you were doing it in, but it, it, one of the things with prayerless that I'm struggling with a lot that i've been struggling with probably most of my life i i struggle when people come up to you and say hey can you uh pray for me and they say you know can you add me to your prayer list or you pray for this certain thing like i don't mind in that moment praying for somebody and doing it at that moment but when they ask you to keep you know you in their prayers i feel bad when i say this right now but like i feel like (laughs) you never do it
2: (laughs) i give lip lip (laughs) service Five, nobody it's lip service, nobody that's does. what I figured. That's okay, nobody so does. I'm I, not the only one. I in don't know, this know world that nobody that... does,
1: but I know that I'm not very dependable at it. So very few people do. I do know people that do it, but I don't Yeah. It's really like and I'm gonna come back to something Paul said a few minutes ago <laughs> that I think is really important. I think that prayer journal conversation where you're keeping track of stuff, like we were just talking about how none of us remember the prayers that weren't answered. That's because we're flipping, not writing it down.
3: Down. True. Right?
1: Like and and honestly the prayers that we're praying that aren't getting answered weren't important enough for us to remember or write down, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't write down most of the prayers that are important to me, but I remember what happened when they got answered. Does that make sense? Like it, it, I remember this circumstance that happened after I prayed about this, right? I remember those conversations, the stories that we're telling, but honestly, the ones that I don't, that that weren't answered, obviously weren't that important because i'm not sitting yeah. here saying well god didn't answer that dang it
2: like yeah, well yeah it's it's it, very similar oh, Go ahead, adam
3: no i'm saying it's I, I, actually i find it when people i use that as an opportunity now uh just over the past year or so uh just in my own prayer life when someone comes out to me he's like hey can you keep me in your prayers for this or can you keep yeah. me in the prayer a it's an opening opening an opportunity that someone there's a need right. but then b that opportunity in in prayer for me is god reveal your heart to that person you know like allow he, for whatever the circumstance is allow him to know you deeper to change his heart more towards you so that in that he's able to hear and work through what god wants him to do but then in through that stuff and him changing god addresses those issues yeah, I will say that's kind of funny. When when
1: people ask me to pray for them, I almost never pray for directly that's for what specific. they're asking me for.
0: I do the opposite, actually. Like when they ask me that, I'm like, hey, can we pray right now? I, and nine I times out of ten, it scares the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. And that usually just like, oh, uh, uh, well, I,
3: I, you know, I, I and then either... you can feed God, open their hearts to <laughs> change them. Then I take out it, my big giant stone tablets. That I was that
1: one from
2: Adam.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was not Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: spite you, spider. No, oh. Well, no, it's, uh, at that, that Adam's Adam's point, Adam. though, I think it's also a way to have somebody open up to you and you can ask them a little bit more about it. Oh, that happened. Tell me what's wrong. Oh, what's going on. Oh, I'm so sorry. And yeah. you can kind of delve into that, which it's not praying for them, but like it allows them to clear, clearly if they say that they want to talk about it, like it's clearly on their heart. It's clearly something that they're worried about. Right. So like, but I, th- yeah. I'm with you. I still think like, if they say, can you pray for me? So, sure. Let's do that right now. Like,
0: well, because sounds a little cocky, but but I will tell
1: you this, like sometimes somebody asks me to pray for them and I pray for them then. And then later I'm like sitting around and they pop into my mind, you know, and and usually when they do that, I try and pray for them. Usually, actually, if people just pop into my mind and I don't really have a reason for it, I try and pray for them, even if I don't know what they're looking at, what they need to pray for popping into your mind it's
3: kind of like missile command when they shoot at you <laughs> you can shoot them down or oh, space invaders
0: <laughs> um, yeah it's, yeah it's like I, the funny thing is the one thing I've changed in that whole you know so, scenario is that like you guys kind of touched upon and uh, Adam you know and Paul said it earlier is that it's a, an opportunity for more deeper relationship with that person more so like it's like a not to say it's a, a cry for help or a plea for help, but it's like a, it's an opening or a door opening to the idea of like, Hey, this person really just wants to continue to, you know, pursue and have a conversation and whether, you know, you get to that chance to pray for them or not, you know, whatever, like you would all kind of describe that, you know, Hey, you're, you're getting deeper into that relationship, which and ultimately, you know, God will, you know, guide. But I think it's, it's one of those things that, you know, if, if you don't recognize, and now that we're in 2023, you know it, it, people are getting more tighter with their relationships that it's less of like a hey i'm passing you in the you know hey i'll pray for you as i pass you uh, you know on to my next thing you're you know you, you can use that time to you know really kind of s- be in the moment you know and yeah. kind of work through
1: yeah, uh, and, like- yeah and i i think that it's and and i think paul just said this but just in case he didn't it's a moment of deeper connection yeah yeah like asking for prayer is a personal thing. Like I have to share with you something that I haven't figured out how to solve. Yeah.
3: You In know, mind. I have to share with you a need that I wouldn't necessarily
1: yeah. share with anybody else.
0: But and is it, it like I feel like it's coming kind, of, kind of kind of being cliché especially now after covid's passed. Like everyone's like, "Hey, you know, can we put a prayer out for something?" Like when you guys are talking about the the football scenario, like, you know, can I get the prayers for that player who got injured, you know? When you say that, yeah, I mean, you know, as a Christian, you're going to want to do that. You want to, you know, put out the the good feelings and you want to pray for them and their family and stuff like that. But like a lot of times I feel like even in conversations, like when someone's sick or whatever, because we've gone through that whole bout of sickness, it was like, you kind of hear it and you'd be like, okay, it's sort of like, you know, the, the the peripheral, you know, hello, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. You know, kind of conversation, you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I think that that's that is because we are not sufficiently understanding that how crazy it is that what we're doing praying to a god that created the world that doesn't have to listen to us but wants to so Mm. like i think that and i am hundred percent like guilty of it as well like because it's so easy, you just go, oh, I don't, like, we know, it's not the Old Testament. I don't have to go to a temple and bring my um, sacrificial that lamb. Be easier. It's yeah,
0: just, I would be, seriously. yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> mind scheduling that. Yes. It'd be a hey, thing, go slaughter my bull. And
2: yeah. now we have access to, it's the whole, like, you know, now, so now we have access to God all the time, every, all the day, every day. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. Well, now it's not attractive years, anymore. Like right, all the time, exactly. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like I got the toy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not that gods a toy, but yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Are you calling? You well, speaking of call? toys, speaking of toys, it's kind of like a backhoe that you just keep racing it into the dirt mound, crying, "Holy, holy is the Lord." <laughs> holy, holy.
1: Ha. <laughs>
0: He took a long time to craft that one. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's a good one, actually. I like that one. You're I gonna have to a a rewrite one. the
0: whole entire Bible and Adam's, uh, you know, and no, Adam's speech. No, I don't
1: think we need to do that. <laughs> especially
0: especially the numbers. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get into Leviticus and Numbers. Uh, let's Ooh, see how yeah. to rewrite that. Numbers
1: one, <laughs> one to one, whatever. <laughs> one. it's Just the number. The end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> numbers. <laughs> His Numbers line, is just chapter the end of one, chapter one, <laughs> one, and at and the the, every multiple five, <laughs> he goes Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's I, so you know. Good. Anyway, it's well,
1: a, but but five, like I understand what you're saying, I, but I, man, I don't ask for prayer lightly. You know, it's not purely a greeting for me. And maybe there are people that do that. And there's probably some social aspect of that in a yeah. church, but you're not talking about that. You're talking about people that you just run into that are like, can you please put me on your prayer list? Right. And and I, I, I'm going to come back to something Paul said, like when Jonathan got sick, you know, he probably prayed for him a couple times, but, and I'm not saying that this is the cause but as they drew more people into that prayer process, there are changes that have happen. happened.
3: Yeah.
1: Like yeah. there's yeah. something about the power of a group of people praying
2: yeah.
1: for, for mm-hmm. one thing. And, you know, it's so funny, like I'm reading Exodus right now for community Bible study. And there's this conversation about Moses, like, so I don't know if you guys have read the story, but there's a point where. Moses is up on the mountain, hanging out with God, getting the 10 commandments and Aaron's peer pressured into um, making a calf for them to worship. And God goes to Moses and he's just like, dude, let me wipe them all out. And I'll just make you into a great nation. (laughs) And Moses intercedes for the Israelites. And in the process, God's, I don't know that God's mind was changed because I think it was all part of his plan, but it's a it's it's a great illustration of how sometimes we ask for things that seem crazy, that seem counter to what we expect, and God does them just to show that he cares that he mm. he's okay with hearing what we say and responding yeah. to what we ask
3: mm.
1: so I mean, yeah. I, I think it's really important. and I think when people ask me to pray, I don't take that lightly, but I also probably should write down a heck of a lot more than, than I do.
0: True. But I mean, like, I I, I know God's bigger than me and my, you know, my selfishness sometimes. And when people do that stuff, it's like a lot of times I, if I'm just in the middle of something or the person just re- doesn't want me to pray for them at the point, you know, I try to get, you know, in my conversation with God, like in my next prayer, like, hey, God, just if this is important, make it, Important in my life, you know, make it, you know, in the foreground and, you know, I'll treat it as such. And I find that um, I find that a lot of times God is always bigger than the boogeyman. And it's a matter of one of those things that you know. I try to. He's a, <laughs>
3: to, try to and there it was. <laughs> exactly. I, I try
1: to look underneath so my true. bed. Right, so true.
0: You know, in my closet. You know, but God's just everywhere. He's not just in my bed or in my closet. Um, but
1: <laughs> I heard he was bigger <laughs> than Godzilla too, and the
3: monster TV. Too, right? <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> they're always
3: watching.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> the. Um, i'm getting old <laughs> 48 will do you in man this was your you idea in. Fife. i well, just I, want you to know well, that th- uh, fine whatever i take full responsibility move along
2: <laughs> well i think too but i think too like
0: you guys have a brain
2: there's also <laughs> you <can veto> it <laughs> you
0: know it's
2: not just about the big things it's about the little things it's about the and being grateful for all the things like I found a parking spot and Hey, this worked out well. And you know, like all the, all the little things. So
0: I get, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I think that uh, not, I mean, this is just me and my mindset. It's like finding a parking spot or, you know, Hey, I lost my keys, you know, that type of deal. Like my mom very much. And, um you know calls upon the patron saints of whoever to, to you know find your keys when they're lost that type of stuff i remember growing up a lot of times when my mom and my grandmother That's would Saint do that anthony. And, yeah st anthony and and you know i granted I, you know i get it i understand it provides comfort in that sense and you know hopefully jogs the memory a little bit but uh, In my, you know, youthful days, I always thought God had bigger things to kind of deal with, you know, (laughs) not worry about those things. But you're right, Paul. I mean, in essence, you know, it it could be the keys. It could be a parking spot. It could be the fact that, hey, I need to break this cold because, you know, I've got a big meeting in, you know, two weeks. And I have to be, you know, at my prime for, you know, that type of stuff. I I just always, you know, I never really kind of concerned myself with that stuff because I always was more about the details and wanted, you know, to find the the people that really, you know, sort of wanted it versus, you know, and that's just my mindset. And so, you know, it it has changed over a period of time, but I have always just, you know, in my conversations with God, I've never really just been like, you know, hey, I need twenty dollars or hey, you know, um the petty stuff is what I call it. It's not petty and, and don't take it that way, you know, in that sense, but just for me in that sense, I, I just look at it because like, and I know God's bigger because he can always provide that and he will provide that. And, well, and there have been, and he days. promises
1: to provide that. He promises, yeah, to provide right? Exactly. Targets, right. Right. Like, well, and, and I don't find myself, it's, it's really funny. I mean, I've told this story, right? Like so frequently in my life, especially when we're trying to get financially under control, I didn't even ask for the money. And God was already lining up the way for the money to get there. You know, that whole conversation about Gail, who I'm pretty sure isn't a Christian, being used constantly by God to have money show up in my life through work that she needed me to do at just the right time for my car to break down or Mm -hmm. my appliances to need to be replaced. Like, it felt like uncannily timed. And I never even knew to ask. But the second it happened i'm like okay god what's going on where where do i need to put this money because it's not coming in just to come in you know right well
0: but that's my i guess that's my point so like i never really was like okay i'm going to worry about the small stuff when it came to those moments because i was like i knew god was going to come through because he's obviously not going to let the birds you know die of you know starvation but at the same time i just have to be diligent with like as you said eric um, okay, now it came in, uh, we're not going to McDonald's or we're not going to, you know, get a steak. We're going to use that to do whatever we needed to pay that we were, you know, we're, our lights weren't going to be turned on or that whole, you know, whatever right. that, you know, kind of boils down to. I mean, that I, I always knew very early on in my faith that, you know, that confidence, because, you know, obviously it says in his word and we've already talked about it. And so it's like, that was just like, okay, that's a concrete for me. I don't have to worry about that. I know that's going to happen. I know that's going to be there. Let's now work on some of the bigger things of, you know, Whatever that you know nut needs to be cracked yeah, or now we don't have to but,
1: sweat the small stuff. What's the next yeah, thing? Right. Well exactly. and, and there is something to that, right? Like you were talking about like one of the things that I, I keep when I feel like the small stuff, the basic stuff, the need stuff, and you know, one of the theoretical sociologists out there is Maslow's higher that Maslow's hierarchy of needs thing. Mm-hmm. When our needs are met. We're able to do thing we're able to need we need different things or we're looking for different mm. things and, and the way that we act and, and my example of this this week is a couple of people asked you how my new job is going so I've been at this job for a month right and and it was really funny because I was talking to a friend the other day and I'm like, you know it's like there's two things that are really different I don't constantly feel like my job's about to go away and that I have to do everything perfect for us to make it like to having the pressure of not constantly losing a job is nice, but also being in a job that I've, that I'm familiar with allows me to not flail mm, Yeah, trying to figure out how to do the job. It allows me to do the, like in this job that I'm in now, it's a lot of stuff that I've already done before that I've done fairly well before. So now it's a matter of putting that, that stuff down. <laughs> and and I think this comes into the prayer conversation it allows me to put down the panic and to look for ways to do what I'm doing better. Right. And so, or, prayer, different. Or, or, or different, like to improve them, um, but I don't just do different for different. Right. I do different no, right, because but like better. Right.
0: Different so, with the intention that you're improving those around correct. you versus just you improving correct.
1: you. Correct. And so, you know, I feel like with prayer, it's like that. Like there are things that, you know, like you said, I feel like God is taking care of stuff. You know, and the longer I walk with God, the more I feel like I trust him because I feel like he continues to prove himself trustworthy and often in ways I didn't expect. Yeah. You know, and so as I'm learning how to do that, my prayers may change, you know, but I I do think that there's and and I think there's a whole nother episode on this, like what prayer models have worked for you, because I can think of a couple of them that are really cute really cool but they aren't ones that i use all the time right but like um but i think that as we as we continue to walk with god we don't have we our prayers are you know it's like give us this give us this day our daily bread god and we just leave it because we know that he'll take care of that right and then we're you know whatever the next step is right forgive us our trespasses like the lord's prayer is a great model for that but i think Mm -hmm. at the end there's also a list of things that you know god i just don't see how this works you know, or whatever. And so I think I think what you're saying is not unrealistic. I, I don't spend a lot of time asking God to make sure that I'm gonna have food on the table.
3: Right. At, or at, at that, this you know, point. Right. And and right. I find
1: that He provides amazing things for me even when I don't ask and don't know. And through ways I didn't expect. You know? And that's not just monetarily, that's professionally, that's relationally, that's in marriage and in parenting and and like just crazy things that i I'm always amazed at you know sometimes I ask for them sometimes I don't but
0: yeah for me it's like a security like I mean the security and the foundation's set for me and so that's not going to falter that's not going to change and so my job now is to understand more of what he can com- <laughs> uh, more of what he communicates to me versus you know, or how he communicates to me, um, and I got to keep my hands on the desk, otherwise, Adam will make me do something with my hands again. Um, is about the idea of, you know, like I'll, I'll get into a real small example, but the patience is a big thing that I suck at. I, I'm not good at patience. I am not good at no way. You
3: know, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: And we could have a whole up entire episode of why I'm not good about patience, and I can tell you give you cited you know several examples. Um, but you know, my 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 patience itself is just you know one things that gets the the best of me a lot of times. But at the same time, you know, um, it's one of those things that you, you get a, that I freaking have to work at, and I hate having to work at something that I have very little you know that you know requires everything in my life to come to a, a very much a slow crawl when you know. <laughs>
2: So so we're definitely getting toward, towards the end of it, but I do yeah. – you brought that up, and I do want to ask the question, is the cliche true when you ask – when you pray for patience that God gives you lots of – Oh, I hate that. To practice that. Oh, I hate that. that. I used that to hate true? that
0: prayer all the time when people would pray for patience in my life, and I'm like, I don't want patience. <laughs> I've got enough of it. I've got a truckload of it that I'm, I'm going to dump on
3: the harbor. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah no. I, I have had several people in my life pray over patience in my life and those times i'd be like okay god i surrender yes patience yes and then you know the next day i'm back at it again it's like my god when am i going lord please you know and so my conversations you know my that's why i look at my prayer life more of like uh it, it reminds me time and time again in braveheart with that one guy the uh, irishman who is like yeah. oh i have a direct line with god <laughs> Yeah, lord what do you say like i kind of feel sort yeah. of like my connection like that's with god as well it's like you know as long as my ear is not so much to the grindstone and more towards him that, you know, I can hear what he's trying to tell me mm-hmm. and trying to at least sense what's going on. And that that's more of a struggle to learn because from that, I help, I, I feel like I learn more patience in that sense, because at that point mm-hmm. I'm not jumping the gun, I'm waiting and then acting on mm-hmm. whatever he needs. And so that, that becomes a, a more of a challenge than just, you know, saying, tell me, you know, Hey, you need to have
2: patience. So wow. it's like that old hymn. You lay me down by the water till my body prunes.
1: (laughs) Well, and I was going to come back to the to the work thing. I, you know, one of the things that I really found at work was that it really helped that on the second day I showed up in my underwear and I felt really relaxed.
3: I bet you did. (laughs) (laughs) From the neck up, they didn't feel relaxed. (laughs) probably not weird Um,
0: mr romanak you're very attentive today (laughs) yes i am thank you I'm just <laughs> happy
2: to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. You want to close on that one, Paul? In, in a, in a, in a, I want to close before it, actually. Um, in a prayer episode. Well, and I'll, just, I'll just say that um, I think like I, one of the things that you that you mentioned, I mean, I, think we, I feel like we all have things where we pray and pray and pray, and we feel like we still struggle with it. And I would just, you know, you know, let's remember uh, the the oodles of grace that God gives us, mm. and we don't just get one chance or two chances or fifty chances. We get, you know, seven a seventy seven. Exactly. Even, and then some, and, uh, sometimes it takes that long for us to, I, I know I had a very impatient moment the, 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 the other day. And of course my son was in the car and he's like, why does it bother you? And I was like, shut up. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> but he has way more patience than I do somehow. Um, but, uh, well, um, any, any last comments about prayer? Yes. Always. No, but I think
1: we could do a whole episode on patience.
0: Yeah, we could, uh, you know, another
1: one,
2: maybe even another (laughs) one on prayer. Yes,
0: for sure. Yep. Yep. It's Paul Travers once said, why can't we have (laughs) nice things? Why? Why just have nice things? I just just want one time to have nice things. (laughs) That's right.
2: That's right. Well, thanks again for listening um, to us. Hopefully uh, you were too offended by all the craziness. Just remember whenever there was a crazy word, um, it was from Adam. Adam was giving us some funny (laughs) and silly things to say except for the underwear with Eric. He definitely showed up on day two in his underwear. That was a true true thing.
3: Um, Just kidding. Pictures are on Um, The good news is I was working from (laughs) home on day two.
2: Yeah, the only neck video neck. conferences
1: that were a problem.
2: That's right. <laughs> from the neck he, he stood up at one point to walk away. Is that and, a coat uh, you're wearing
3: yeah. Eric? <laughs> <So, laughs> no, it's
2: a sweater. That's a very furry sweater. <laughs> we were so mm. close. We were so close to getting Sorry. out of it. All <laughs> so right. thank you again for listening to us. We always appreciate hearing from you. So come be part of the after chat on our Discord server. Or you can always send us an email to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com and we'll make sure to share it on the next episode. Remember to always check our website at forefatherspodcast.com for all of our latest shows, swag, and other forefathers stuff. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you had fun. Have a great day. See you next time.
3: Bye, guys.